Bienvenidos, welcome to Chisme That Matters, a Latina podcast created to redefine chisme by having conversations about topics that matter. We'll be talking about personal finance, mental health, entrepreneurship, and so much more. This is your host, Kim Flo, and with our guest, we will be sharing our historias, expertise, journeys, and even our struggles so we can inspire and move our community. Here, every chisme, I mean, historia matters, and I can't wait for you to listen to them. And if you want some good and real chisme, this is the place to be at. I mean, come on, let's be real. Who doesn't like some chisme? Hola, hello, mi gente. Como vamos? Welcome to Chisme That Matters. This is Kim Flo, your host, and I know that I've been a little MIA uh, lately. It's probably been like three weeks or so, but there's a good reason why, and that's why I decided to do this live and also record the new episode while I'm doing. This is something new that I thought about. I'm like, you know what? Let me just do it and try it out and see how it goes, and since today is Monday, I say, you know what? Let me start the week in good spirits. Let me just get it over with and just record this episode that I've been wanting to do since like probably two weeks and a half or three weeks and a half, but I couldn't do. So I have shared a little bit on my personal page on Kimflow why I've been MIA and whatnot. And for those who do not follow me on that page, it's okay because I'm going to spill the tea over here. And um, so, yeah, so let me start saying that I'm very grateful <laughs> that I'm back and that I'm able to do lives and share, you know, with the community and all that. And thank you for those who have been listening to the podcast. It's, um, I'm always grateful with that. So, uh, about three weeks ago, last month, I think on the 23rd, I went on this trip to St. Lucia for a bachelor weekend for my friend. And I was not feeling well when I got there, but I did test it myself before because you have to go and get tested. And um, it, it came out negative. And then when I was during the trip, I was feeling sick. I had a fever. My, my throat was hurting and all that. So now I did not enjoy the trip. Let me tell you, like, that's the honest truth. I did not enjoy it. Like I was trying to push and I try to be for my friend, but I was feeling like shit. And that's, that's the honest truth. And I wanted to go home, to be honest. I was homesick because I was traveling for a lot uh, during the month of February. So I said, as it was, I was already like, okay, get me out of here. Right. So I couldn't wait for the days to go back. And, um, when we had to come back to the States, we have to test ourselves. And guess what? Your girl right here tested positive. I freaked out. I wanted to cry. What I was going to do in that, in that island by myself, right? And this, this experience, honestly, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it. But this experience taught me a lot of things and still teaching me. And one of the biggest lessons is that I have... We have no control over certain things, right? And as humans, we want to control everything. And when we're put in situations like this is where we get tested big, big time. So the main message of this episode is like, you can't control shit. You ain't shit. That's it. <laughs> I mean, you are, but you know what I mean. And um, yeah, so I tested positive. And I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys. Like I tried to do something that I 
shouldn't have done. And I try to just leave the country. And by saying that I tested negative, right? So when I went to the airport, I left that resort. I went to the airport. I had a whole issue with the uh, health department, with the officer there. It was like a whole back and forth. I thought that I was going to go to jail. Um, anyway, they decided to not send me back to the resort where I was staying, but they sent me to a resort that is, I guess, uh, handled by the government. So mind you, their resort is an hour and a half away from the airport. So I am here saying goodbye to my friends because we were eight girls. So seven of the girls went back home. You know, and I'm here crying because I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? Um, I'm saying goodbye to the girls. I get into the, on the taxi and I had to go back an hour and a half, you know. So it was a lot of things going in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to put me in jail because, you know, I, I almost got in trouble. And then, so, yeah, so I was a lot of, like, thoughts going through my head. Now, I got to the resort, you know, I, a nurse uh, greeted me and then a guy too that it was part of the hotel and she took my vitals and all that and they, they took me to the room. Now, everyone who saw my stories on my personal page, they saw the view because thankfully they gave me a room with a balcony and the view was beautiful, okay? And I'm grateful for that. However... When you're in a place like that, you want to kind of enjoy it in a different way, right? You want to go out, you want to do this, this and that. So a lot of people who saw my stories, they were like, oh my God, you're so lucky. Like, I want to be you, this, this and that. No, you don't want to be me. All right. Maybe you need to, you need that. But I, in that moment, I was just like, no, this is not what I want to do. Because first of all, I get very anxious, um, like when I'm alone, sometimes I start thinking stuff like, oh my God, what if something happens to me? Like with my health, like what's going to, so my thoughts started like, oh my God, I'm going to be alone. But I got into survival mode, I think over there. And I was just like, all right, I got to deal with this. So now they put me in this room and they told me they will give me breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. A nurse will come in the morning at 7 in the morning and then at 7.30 p.m. to to check up on me to see how am I doing and all that. So now they I asked them for soap because they didn't have soap. They're like, oh, no, we don't give soap here. And so I had to send some guy to go to the supermarket to get me soap for my clothes and for myself, and which is fine. Now... That first night, I was like, all right, I'm just dealing with this. I was just waiting for the next day because they told me that they had to do a PCR test on me. So just to make sure. So I'm here thinking, oh, my God, I can't wait until they, the doctor comes in the morning so they can do the PCR, blah, blah, blah. So I slept. The next day, the doctor comes in and does a PCR and they give me the, te the results the next day. Of course, it was positive. <laughs> At that point, uh, just in case you want to know, my symptoms were very mild. Like, I already had a symptoms during my trip with the girls. So at that point, I just I was just congested. So whatever. But I was still scared because I don't know how my, my body was going to react or none of that. So they told me, okay, you tested positive. I'm like, all right, I have five more days to go, right? So I was like, all right, I'm here. I got to, like, try to make the best of it. I was talking to friends, all my friends. Um, they were very helpful. They were trying to like take get me to to think positive. And I'm usually a very positive person, but in the moment, I I was half of that person. Okay, and um, yeah. So then you know, like being there, it was in a way it was nice because you know you get to be alone. But at the same time, it felt very lonely, and 
I that's it. And then I, I started realizing who my real friends are, even with family members. And, you know, I don't want to like attack anyone or anything like that, because I've always thought, I always think that everyone has good in them. Right. But I think like this is, this has been one of the moments that I needed people the most. And I to not see those people at the moment okay and i know there's a lot going on ukraine is on a war you know there's a lot of shit going on everybody has their own life right like people cannot focus on me right but even like people that used to see my stories they wouldn't even ask me like oh hey how are you doing or how are you feeling and this isn't that you know and i've never been that type of person that needed people but at that moment i did so it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things and um I was a little disappointed, I would say. I was a little disappointed that people, that some of my friends and even family members wouldn't reach out or anything like that. But and in a way, I'm just like, you know what? This is what God needed me to see. So in the way, I didn't think that everyone that I thought that was my friend was my friend, right? Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was a little sad. It was a little sad to see that because I was alone. I was alone. And... And I couldn't get out of my room. If you think that I was able to be in the beach and, and, and like have like a, a tan or something like that, I, I couldn't, okay? So yeah, it was just me and the balcony. <laughs> um, the good thing is that I met a lady that was like, not the room next to me, but the room after that. But she left the next day. So she told me a lot about the place because she's been there for almost a month. And I'm like, how can you be there a month? She had a really, really bad um situation with covid and it was really sad so she told me that you know this section is for there's only like five people and then the other section over there there's the prisoners when she told me that i was like great this is where i go to jail right and i was like oh my god what am i doing you know you may and you may think that i'm sounding like dramatic or something like that but it's just like if if you're in that situation it's like you start thinking so many things like you don't you don't know this place you don't know this this country you don't know their people and even though i try to see the good in people you never know okay so it's like who the hell was going to come and save me i did have a friend and i think she's in lily right yes hi lily lily she called me and she was like, girl, if you need me, I'll go there. She was the only person who will say that. She could have said it like as a joke, but you know, I didn't think she was a joke. And you know, she told me to like, just in case to write down the emergency contacts uh, and put it by the table because you never know what's going to happen in case they needed to call someone. You know what? I put her as my contact. And you know what? Me and her, we're not like best friends. Like we hang out all the time. No, like she is my best friend. <laughs> well, I don't know, whatever. Uh, girlfriend, and she was the, on top of me, like not on top of me. That's on the weird. But she was like, you know, constantly checking up on me all the time. And um, yeah. So it, it felt very weird. It, it felt like it's it just like for me. It's like I'm always around people. So not being around the people that I know, it was like a little bit scary. And I think that. I, I have mentioned this in other episodes, but I used to use like, you know, seeing people all the time as a, as a, as a source or as a way to like not dealing with certain things that I needed to deal with. Right. Like certain fears and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so this is, that's one of the things that I really learned is like you, you get to see who are, who is, who is truly, truly like there for you. Because there's a lot of people that you know, there's a lot of no, uh, noise out there, especially like with me, like I have 
a podcast, you know, I have like an online store. So I, I meet a lot of people and people are always like there, you know, nah, nah, nah. but you can see who truly, truly is like your friend, like, you know, ride or die and stuff like that. And, you know, even with family, I want to say like, I don't want to shout out to anyone, like I said, but I, you know, whatever, it's my podcast, you know, my, I know there's a lot going on in my family too, like, you know, with other members of the family, but you know, we all have like a grandma or someone that we want to, um, go to and we feel safe, right? I didn't feel that from mine. I feel that she didn't even reach out to me and I thought she didn't know because sometimes they don't tell my grandparents because, you know, they are older and they may feel scared and stuff like that. They didn't tell my grandfather because my grandfather sometimes suffers from anxiety and depression. And, um, but they did tell my grandma and they told her and she did not reach out once. And that didn't make me sad when I, I, in the moment I wasn't really thinking about it, but when I came back to the States and I was talking to my best friend about it, I started crying. I started crying because I'm just like, I don't have that relationship with my grandmother how a lot of other people have, right? And it is sad. It is sad, Um, but it is what it is. Who am I to judge, right? Who am I to say I'm not going to talk to you and I'm not like resentful or anything like that. And I think I kind of mentioned it to one of my aunts. Like I didn't say like how I'm saying it right now. But I did mention it, and I think she mentioned something to her because she texted me. She's like, oh, hi, I know you were away. And I'm just like, all right. And I, my dog, always. And I know the intention is what counts, but it's like, I didn't need it after. Like, I needed it before, right? And I don't want to sound like I'm malagradecida either, but it's just like, I, I'm already here. Like, you know, I'm trying to deal with my own stuff, right? But it's okay. You know, it's 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 a lot. So that's one of the things that I also like realize is that, you know, sometimes you think family is like for siempre and stuff like that. No, sometimes it's just, it is what it is. We're connected by blood and I love my grandma, you know, like they have done so many things when we were kids. I'm never going to forget that. But I feel like now as an adult, it's like when I needed that moment, it's like I didn't feel the, the, the warm, right. I didn't feel the, I didn't feel the love. And yeah, so yeah, so that's one of the things that I, I really learned. And another thing that I realized that I am always wanting to be in control. So for those who don't know what I do for a job, like I said, leaving it, I'm a marketing manager. And, and before that was a customer service. So I always had control of my work. Like I always knew like something went wrong. Okay. I have plan A, plan B, plan C, right? Always, always, always. So I always, I always had a solution for everything. For this, I didn't. For this, I had to just exist and just stay put and just wait. It was rough. It was tough to go through that because I couldn't do shit. And I wanted to. I went, I was like trying to feel better so the nurse could be like, oh, maybe you could go home before. Nah, nah, Kim, no. Like God didn't want that for you. God wanted you to stay still and be with yourself and try to deal with it without like trying to like, you know, and that happened to me when I went to the airport trying to like, you know, change the results, okay? I almost got went to jail. <laughs> but, but until the end, I tried to control it, but then I couldn't. So there was one phrase that always, always came to my mind during the trip. It was during the trip, during the quarantine. It was like, let go and let God, let go and let God. And that was something that I kept repeating and repeating and repeating to myself because it was something that I had to really deal with. 
And oh boy, that it was hard. It was hard. But you know, I, I try to take it day by day and and just try to make the best of it. I started doing yoga. I started exercising, but it was more of me like trying to re- see if my, my lungs were fine or my, my heartbeat was fine and all that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I tried to do that. I was washing my clothes. I was trying to, thankfully, thankfully, I brought my work laptop. Do not judge me. I work, <laughs> I brought my work laptop because, okay, the reason why I brought it is because I, my personal laptop broke down, so I cannot edit my podcast there. So on the trip, it was like, oh, I needed to edit some of my podcasts. Let me try to like take it with me. So I took my work laptop and thank God I did because I was able to work. So that distracted me too. But at the same time, I realized I'm like, I'm trying to escape from this situation by working. And that's something that I used to do in the past, like work, 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 work. So I didn't have to do deal with my own shit. Right. And that's, I think that's a, that's something that a lot of us do, right. Try to distract our mind or our own thing. So we don't deal with what's going on inside. So at some point I stopped working. Um, there was one day that I was like, uh, F it. I don't want to, I'm just going to chill. And I started to just exist in the balcony and just listen to the waves and, and look at the people trying to be in the water. I mean, like, mm, I wish I was there. <laughs> right. But, um, but it was, it was okay. It was okay. And I was fine at some point. Like, I think the two days before I was, um, I was leaving, I, I was getting a little anxious. I was like, because I was getting anxious because I wanted to leave already. I, nobody was giving me any answers because every time that the nurses will come in, they will be like, um, I'm like, hey, am I leaving on Monday? And they're like, oh, we haven't checked your chart, you know, your file. So we get a check. And I'm like, what do you mean? How many people do we have in this place? Like, you can't check my file and see if I'm fine. Like, you come and see me. So the thing is, like, they had different nurses every day. So... I, I get it, I guess. So yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. So at some point, my heart rate started going up, and I was constantly checking my heart rate. Big mistake because at some point, my heart rate was like a hundred and fifteen, which is not good. And I'm just like, maybe it was the phone. I mean, I don't know. Like I was just panicking. And I'm like, you know what? I need to stop. I need to stop checking my heart rate because I'm fine. All of this, like, so many thoughts came to my mind. It was like it was just so crazy. So yeah, so like the last two days. I, the, I couldn't sleep because I was like anxious to know if I was, uh, you know, able to go. And, and then no one telling me anything. Right. So it was like me not knowing sucked because I always want to know. I always want to make sure that I'm in the loop, you know, and like I, the control, like, the, the, and I, I'm like, okay, okay, God, I know this is, this is what I need to work on. I know I have to just trust you, trust you and really, really let go, which I think I did not do completely, okay? And then I realized it after when I came back because during my stay there, I was in, like I said, survival mode. So I was just like making sure that I was healthy. That was my that was my goal. Like I was fine. I was being fed, you know, all these things. So... When I came back, there was another story that I'll tell you in a little bit. But anywho, um, yeah, so yeah, staying there was it was it was okay, you know, it was a a resort that it used to be, you know, for like tourists. But when the pandemic uh, started back in March twenty twenty, they had the first breakout was 
it happened there. So they had to move people. It was a whole thing. So then the government decided to take over. I mean, the owners decided to give it to the government. So they made it like a quarantine uh, resort. And that's it. But there's only those people that had like, they're tested positive, but they are, they have mild symptoms. Because if not, otherwise, they will have to go to the hospital, obviously. So I was there, and they will give you food every day. Um, they will give me, like, a bottle of water, like a big bottle of water. But if I wanted more water, they'll be like, nah, we just gave one. And I'm like, oh, my God. I do want to give a shout-out. Hopefully, he listens to this episode one day. But I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Billy. He he was one of the receptionists over there, and he will check up on me every time he was there like if he didn't hear from me because i will call sometimes like hey billy can you send someone so i could like you know they could get me gatorade or something like that he will check up he's like dear he'll be like dear are you okay i didn't hear from you today and i'm like really and he was so nice like if i needed something he was like i'll send you someone he gave me his adapter from the charger he um he'll like send me more water and all this stuff because the other lady that was there i would call and be like hey can i get like hot water and she was like she was like, no, nah, no, nah, the kitchen's closed. And I'm like, all right, uh, whatever. <laughs> the kitchen will close at literally 5.30. Like, they will give us dinner at 5.30 p.m. And that's it. It's, it's over. And I'm just like, okay, great. So, yeah, so I was able to send people to get me stuff. And that was a good thing. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was just, you know, it was just very, very lonely. And I was just really, like, into my thoughts. I was just, like, analyzing and contemplating like my life like what am I doing what am I taking for granted a lot of things came by and I was like you know what I've been just on the go 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 lately like traveling I've been with you know my mom and my family and you know you know my dog all these things I'm like what am I doing you know it's like what am I prioritizing all this all the things instead of what really matters so I think this time really helped me to see that um it's not that I didn't know it's just that sometimes como que nos desviamos you know what I mean we take another route like we we know our values we know like what we're trying to focus on but life gets in the life gets in the way right and we just go through another route and uh, we forget we forget what's important really um and I like I said before, like one of the things was like the people that you're surrounding yourself with, like who is really there and who you've been neglecting for other things, right? Um, one of the things I also realized that God is my best friend. Like, I'm sorry to my best friend. She's probably listening. I don't know. But God is my best friend. Like I became, I became like, I, I was talking to him the whole time <laughs> because I'm the only one there, right? Um, so yeah, that it, I think that connection grew too, but I think it has grown even more and it's going to continue growing now uh, because of what I'm going to share in a little bit. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to see like the notes that I have like here because I have five things that I that I kind of like learn, but I, I, I just like say them aloud. And yeah, so the the other thing is like I realized that I have anxiety, like I have health anxiety. Like I'm thinking that something's gonna happen to me. Like if something hurts right here, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a heart attack, or like something, or oh my god, I have like a blood clot. Like all the stars like continue rising, and I'm just like, I need to seek help for this, right? Or like at least try to control them. But I didn't know that it was that until it was <laughs> until now. So yeah, guys, I mean, go, coming back home, it was like a whole thing too, because then that day, 
that day that I <laughs> that I was released. So the, the day before that was released, I asked the nurse, hey, am I able to go tomorrow? Because I'm like, I got to buy this ticket, right? And and he was like, oh, let me check your chart. I'm like, okay. And your website says that if I am vaccinated and I have mild symptoms or am I symptomatic, I could leave on seven days. And I was already eight days there, right? I mean, I, it would be eight days on Monday. So he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I was like so like anxious and he calls me. He's like, yeah, you're going to be released tomorrow. I'm like, oh my God, I started crying. Then the next day, the nurses come at 7 in the morning. I couldn't even sleep. I didn't sleep that day. I literally probably slept one hour. I woke up and I was waiting outside the door for the nurses. Like, it's just terrible. So she comes, ay, como te sientes? Because there were two Cuban ladies. They were so nice. Shout out to them, too. And and I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm great. Like, you know, I'm leaving today. He's like, oh, really? Because I didn't see a note from the doctor. <gasps> I was like, wait, no. I, I was already packed. Like, you don't understand. I was already packed. So I was leaving. I was leaving. Like, I don't care. So I was like, oh, my God, don't tell me that. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, let me check. Blah, blah, blah. So, but they told me that I was supposed to leave today. So she calls me after like half an hour and tells me, okay, your letter is here because they don't test you again uh, because you can still test positive, but they, because the seven days have passed and after the symptoms and all that, you're not contagious anymore. So they wrote a letter that I could leave the country. So I'm here waiting and waiting because my flight was at 4 p.m. and it was like seven in the morning. Anyway, um, then I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. The guy told me, hey, you know, I heard that you're leaving. Here's your letter, blah, blah, blah. I go downstairs to talk to them, to, you know, breathe and, and just walk around. And it was, that feeling was crazy. It felt like I was like literally like in jail, you know? I mean, never been in jail, but I'm assuming that it feels like that. So I was just like, oh my God, I'm outside. What is this? And um, so I was talking to Billy, you know, finally in person and all that. Then I get a phone call from my mom. She's telling me, She's telling me, I'm like, what is going on? She was like, oh, um, your sister is on the way to the hospital because she's about to give birth. Mind you, my sister was to give birth in two weeks, like after that. And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? On top of that, the week before, like week where I was in quarantine, my brother was sent to, you know, Europe because of the whole situation with Ukraine. And I was like, we all were like freaking out. It was like a whole a lot of emotions, you know, that they were bottling up for me. And I started crying for my sister. I'm like, what's going on? So anyway, it was a lot. So I was like really, really anxious. Finally, I get a taxi guy. Um, he was going to take me to the airport. Again, it's one hour and a half. So I'm here like, oh my God, can this hour and a half like go any faster? And I'm like, I don't know this guy. He could like kidnap me. But I was like, you know what, God, take the wheel. I'm going to trust this guy. I'm going to trust you <laughs> because you never know. Get to the airport, JetBlue is not open yet. So I'm here waiting and I started really getting anxious. Like I was like, my heartbeat, I was like, oh my God. Then I get to the to the lady and she was like look, taking a look to the to the letter and then she's like, oh, hold on a second. I was like, oh my God, what if they have me in the blacklist? What if like they say, oh my God, this girl can't leave the country? I was like, oh my gosh. So she went in and um showed this letter to another person and then she was like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, okay, great. And the lady gives me my ticket, right? And then she goes, you know what? I mean, next time, put all of your names, okay? Because I only put, I guess, Kimberly Perales or all my four names. And I was like, oh, it's like, but I can change it for you. Give it. I was like, oh, my God. She took another 10 minutes. For me, those 10 minutes feel like an hour, okay? Then, finally gives my ticket. 
go inside while I'm waiting at the gate for two hours, go and then they tell us to go to the airplane. We have to walk. We have to walk, okay, outside. Like, that's how you do it over there. We finally get into the airplane, and then we take off. So we're taking off. I'm like, I'm chill. Now I'm like, I could breathe, right? So then when we arrive into New York, uh, freaking um, costumes, right? decided to like stop me and i'm just like he was like oh no no this is just normal things that we do blah 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 and i'm like okay so they they have me sit down in the little the little room and i'm like oh my god can i just go home so they were telling me they just needed to check my bags oh did you bring anything and i was like yeah my dirty clothes like that's it <laughs> so i told a guy that whole story he's like oh my god no no he's like yeah i'm just i'm just gonna check because it's something that we do and i was like all right whatever so then I leave. Then I don't know why God in me, but there was one guy outside saying, oh, Uber, Uber. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm like, are you, like, can I trust you? And he was Dominican. He's like, yes, nigga, where are you from? He's Dominican. Go, mira, yo conozco tu gente. Like, I know your people. And he started laughing. I was like, he's like, no, no, he's an Uber. I was like, you know what? Yeah, whatever. Take me. So he took me home. Um, and yeah, and I got home and it was just so emotional to see my dog and everything. And it was nice. It was really, really nice. Now, after this, I thought that everything was going to be okay. I'm back home and it's great. Now, that's when that whole struggle started because I feel like I have some PTSD from the trip. And and I don't, I don't think the people that I have told this like really understand it, what I'm going through, what I was going through. But it was, it was rough. It was rough because, like I said, I was in survival mode when I was in St. Lucia. So here's where I started feeling everything that I should have felt, I guess. Or, you know, like just PTSD. That's it. I started feeling um, very anxious. Uh, I don't know if it's due to long COVID, but I was feeling very, like, uh, tired, you know. And then I started, like, last week I started getting headaches and all that. Then my pinched nerves started acting up again. But I started going to the chiropractor and all this stuff. So a lot of things in my body, you know, that are starting to pop out. And it's been it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Like, I didn't really have energy. I didn't feel like creating anything. That's what I haven't been on on, on the page. I haven't been on this page or Kimflow. Uh, page uh then last week i went to the bud bunny concert and that kind of gave me a little bit of life to be honest and because i did something normal right because ever since i came back i just been home i've been working um and i haven't been really out let's say seeing people or talking to a lot of people just like maybe two or three of my friends so it, it's it was it was a lot you know what i mean so i've been a lot a lot into my thoughts and that has caused me to be or start overthinking things and started thinking again hey what if something happens to me this 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 and that you know it's like a lot of things and yeah so like it was not until saturday that i had a conversation with my boyfriend and i was walking my dog and i was telling him i don't know why i always have the sensations like even walking my dog it felt like oh what if something happens to me you know it felt very weird and he was like he asked me, he's like, but why are you, like, why are you scared? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I know I'm God, like, God is with me. And he's like, okay. He's like, if you know God is with you, he's like, but are you with God? And that made me cry. I was in walking my dog, guys, and I started bawling in the streets because I don't know if you're religious or not. I'm not trying to give you any 
like ceremony or, or anything like that. But I feel that I was trying to work so hard to like get better, right? Trying to do the right things and trying to think that okay, yeah, God is with me, gets me. But I was, I was like half assing it in a way, right? Like I wasn't really believing. Like I, I didn't have like that uh, confidence that I was being protected by Him. So that made me cry because I'm just like, oh my God, what am I do? So I had a little breakdown and all that. And that kind of made me realize I'm like, shit, you know, like I, I really need to trust that I'm going to be okay because it's all mental. It's, it's all mental. And yeah, sometimes I, I do feel my pinch nerve. It's not like it's not existing, right? It does exist. But then I started developing all the things like, you know, that pain here, like when you have anxiety, like on your chest and I'm just like, oh my God, what about my heart? Like it's a lot, you know? So, yeah, and then, you know, I was taking a therapist, like, last year, but it was for, like, all, you know, just other things. But now I'm, like, sorry, I'm, like, you know what, maybe I should, I need a therapist. I need to see therapy because this is not right. And I started doing more research about it. I'm, like, all right, I have health anxiety, so now how to deal with it. So now I'm dealing with it. And it's been better. You know, like, my thoughts have been, have changed, like, dramatically. Um, like, now I tell myself, you know, you are safe. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. And I'm fine. You know what I mean? It's like your mind is so powerful. It's like it's so crazy, like all these things that it makes you think or makes you want to believe, right? So as long as you're aware that it's just that, that it's just like a thought, I think, you know, we're on the, on the right journey and the right route. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just been a lot. <laughs> so that's why I've been like out of the loop. That's why I've been a little bit MIA because I haven't felt myself. And I'm the type of person that if I don't feel myself, uh, at least like a you know a percentage of who I am I don't I don't feel like I, I feel like a hypocrite but I also I wanted to share this experience and I want to share how I'm feeling too because this is what makes me a human and I think like a lot of us a lot of you guys are probably going through something similar or not you know may identify and you never know who you can help with so I always I am I'm always talking about you know, showing up as your authentic self, right? So why not do this, this now that I'm going through this, like, you know, grayish area or moment in my life. And uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, to share this. And if anyone feels like they want to share something with me, you know, it's like not here, but uh, eventually I'm, I'm always open to a conversation. I think this is something that we definitely need to shed some light, you know, like, anxiety and PTSD and all this like uh, mental health in general right so yeah so that was my experience at quarantine in another country um people have been asking me when I'm going to be traveling again uh, it's not happening until they <laughs> until they take off all this um these requirements because it's definitely crazy but I also don't want to live in fear right because I we need to live life like truly like this is only one that we have and if we don't do it it's like what's what's the point so i don't want to live in fear either but i'm okay for now like i think i want to chill at home for for a little bit you know and and just uh and take take it easy take it easy for sure i think this was a message from 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 god uh telling me you gotta calm down girl you gotta calm down <laughs> but anywho um that's all. That's all, guys. I wanted to come up, do a live, and record what I'm doing. So I'll be posting. I'll be posting. I'll be uploading the episode on 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to, you know, you, you like to listen to podcasts, they'll be there. So yeah, thank you for joining. And I know there's some people here that make some comments, but they didn't want to like stop. Someone said, I'm just tuning in. I'm so glad you're okay. Thank you for sharing with us. Oh, you're welcome. Someone said, hi, mommy. Hi. <laughs> Anywho, thank you so much, guys, for joining and listening. And I wish you an amazing rest of the week. Try to surround yourself with authentic vibes. And I know that the mask is no longer mandated. So do whatever you feel safe. Honestly, it is what it is. And uh, yeah, try to be authentic. I will talk to you soon next time. Ciao.